Hi, Sunzel. Hello. How are you? <laughs> I am so happy to see you and to be talking with you today. Um, uh, I'm happy to be here. I I want to introduce you to everybody in the world uh, because you are such a remarkable and incredible woman. Um, I'm going to start out by saying you're from the Caribbean. Yes. And <laughs> it's wonderful. Um, you're a dancer. You've danced and modeled and acted um, with the best. Uh, one of my favorite groups is Alvin Ailey. I don't know if I've told you that, but it is. But you are just an incredible inspiration to me and to a lot of other people with disabilities. Um, I thank you so much for the opportunity of dancing with ZCO. Oh, um, wonderful to have you. And uh, I want you to tell me, like we talked yesterday about the Caribbean and about growing up there and what the people, what the expectations are there. Okay, so thank you. Once again, thank you so much for having me. And I'm going to introduce myself once again. I'm Zazel Shava O'Gara, located in New York City, but originally from a very small island in the Caribbean called Montserrat. Montserrat has only 5,000 people on the island. It used to have 12,500 people. However, the volcano became active in 1995. And so most of the people left and came to the US or Canada or England because we are colonized by Britain. Um, we don't have our independence yet. So many people went to the um, England. Um, however, you know, I have a very good relationship with my, my family there. My sister and I used to go there every summer, um, you know, as, as children. And I used to go there up until I was in my mid-teens during the summer. And, you know, m both my parents um, are originally from Montserrat. So I have a very, very good and strong relationship with them. However, I always talk about Montserrat, particularly now, because when I became disabled, I'm going to be celebrating uh, 20 years after my brain tumor operation in 2023, January, January 11th, 2023, which I call my rebirth day. Um, I'm celebrating 20 years after the surgery. However, after my surgery, maybe three months after my surgery, I was still in rehab and what have you. My family sent for me to come to Montserrat, you know, for healing because Montserrat is very therapeutic. It has an active volcano. So many people go to the Sofria where the water is warm and it's, it's um, warm from the volcano. So many people go there for healing. So my family sent for me to go to Montserrat, um, to go to the Sofria and to soak in the salt water and to bury me in the sand because I, I suffered... Um, uh, with paralysis after the surgery. So they felt that that would be a very good healing, um, a, a way for me to heal. And then also I had a massive scar in my head, on my head from the surgery. And so they said, okay, you have to go in the salt water. They said, Zaza, go in the salt water, put sand on your head. Uh, <laughs> and my, my uncle buried me in the sand because if you can move or try to move your leg in the sand, the sand gives you, um, you know, puts pressure on your leg. So that's, it's, it's like natural physical therapy. However, Montserrat is an island where um, uh, they thrive on working. Everyone works. You know, you have to become a doctor, a lawyer, a teacher, a nurse. You don't have to, but that's what you aim for, you know, because that's a very solid job. It has a status and, you know, you earn a good income. 
However, um, when I became sick, you know, the, the first thing was, oh my God, you're not going to work. You're not working. And, wow. you know, <laughs> you know, that's the, that was the first question. So I said, you're not working. So I said, you're not working. Oh no. <laughs> I'm like, well, uh, I don't think so. I can't work right now. And they're like, well, how long can you, are you going to be like that? How long can you walk like that? How long can you limp? And, you know, I couldn't answer that. They're very direct they're in your face, you know, like with all these questions. And, you know, I would, you know, walk around the island and, you know, my, my family's house is on top of a mountain. So it's, it's really great to, you know, I would put my brace on and have my cane and I would practice walking down the hill. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was really hard for me, but I, I felt it was wonderful. I was, I was with nature and I would see the animals, the donkeys walking by me, the, co- the cows walking by me and what have you. So I loved it. But as I was walking, all the cars would pass me and everyone's heads looking out the window, looking at me um, uh-huh. uh, walking, you know, because you just don't see disability. The only time people really, um, not that they don't love you, they love and care for you, but, you know, the, the hospital there is very small. It's very, very small. There's no... MRI machine, no CAT scan. You know, if you're sick, they'll give you two aspirins and tell you to drink some rum. <laughs> so um, they acknowledge you. Okay, okay. When you get old, if you're, you're a senior citizen, yes, you're you're becoming slower. You you might have various ailments. Yes, that's something they are accustomed to. But if you're young, just as myself mm-hmm. when I was there then they don't see that. You, you, you just don't see a person so visible with a disability. So I would tell my mom, you know, mommy, if I didn't have self-confidence and self-esteem, this would really affect me. Like, you know, I would be riddled with depression. So although my family was very supportive and they were, you know, dealt with me with love and, and caring and empathy, they were very, you know, they didn't know how to handle me because I had this disability. I remember one woman, she came to my house when I came back to New York and um, my mother was like, Zizel, tell her what you're doing. And, and by that time, I had started to join a lot of disability organizations and the brain tumor su- support group and, you know, um, uh, the support groups within my hospital. And doing things with, I joined this organization that taught disability filmmaking, which was tremendous. And so my mother was like, tell her what you're doing. So I was telling this, this woman from Montserrat, oh, you know, I've become a disability advocate and I'm working with, with people with disabilities, you know, teaching them dance because, you know, I want to show others how wonderful it is to, you know, move despite my limitations or your limitations you can move with your heart, your soul, your spirit. Even if you could just move your, your head and your eyes, you're still displaying um, your energy and your love of dance to the audience. So I was telling her that, and she's like, Zazel, I thought you were going to be a star. And look at you. Look at you now. <laughs> she said that to me directly in my face. I'll never forget that. Zazel, look at you. Look at you now. And I'm like, well, but, you know, I'm being very active and being, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm in the community. I'm working with, with others, other persons with disabilities. And, you know, I'm, I'm not ashamed or saddened by what happened. I'm still vibrant. I'm still right. the Zell that 
I've always been. However, I told her, um, don't compete. I don't compete with my old self. And that's the most important thing is to not compete with your old self. And that's what I told her. And I said, I will survive. I said, I believe in turning setbacks into comebacks. That's fantastic. Yes. That's fantastic. So with that, we're going to take the break. Okay. And we're going to come back. And I want to hear your life pre-your brain tumor. Okay. All Sounds that good. you were involved in. And then, and then we're going to discuss what you do now, what we do now. Okay. Um, so we'll take a break. Okay. Okay. 